0: Hello everyone, happy Friday, welcome back to my podcast which is at the corner of peace and mind with your host Trinity Gwen. As you can see from the episode we're going to be talking about Steven Universe and how it preserved my childhood and maybe a little bit, a lot of bit of who I am today. But before I dive into anything, I just want to say this episode is actually pre-recorded because... In three days, I will be moving for college. Ah! And I know for a fact that I'm not going to have enough time to find a space for about an hour to record. So just to be on the safe side, even if I do, I just want to make sure that I have at least a quiet space right now for this week. So by the time you hear this, it'll be Friday and I will be in my new dorm for the third day. So we'll see how that goes. So let's talk about Steven Universe. Now, Steven Universe started when I was about in sixth grade, seventh grade, it was in middle school. And for about six years, that was one of my favorite shows ever, still is. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend that you watch it. It's on Hulu, probably other streaming services, services, but I am, I'm 100% sure it's on Hulu for sure. So the show focuses on obviously a boy named Steven Universe, who is half gem and half human. His father is a human and his mother that we soon find out in the show is a, basically a royal diamond, but she changed, she manipulated her form to be Rose Quartz and that's what she went by until she had to give up her physical form to bring Steven into the world and this whole show and the movie and the Steven Universe miniseries after the movie just follows everyone and it's basically about growing up if I may. It's more about growing up but it's also a beautiful show that talks about love and differences and coming out of your shell and finding the good in people and conflict. And I wanted to talk about how that show not only helped me through quarantine, but it also just continued to let me be myself by this show. And I will never stop talking about this show because... Like I said, it is one of my all-time favorites. So I really grew up with this show because most of us in middle school were around the same age as Steven and grew up with him as he was making the same mistakes we were. Well, I mean, we all didn't have gems in our bellies and we're fighting aliens in the galaxy, but they were pretty equivalent to, to day-to-day lives. So the show talks about how steven universe finds out and figures out his his way this this new life that he's never been a part of as a gem and he has three of his friends or part of his family really um three of the gems that were with rose quartz before she gave her physical form and those three are garnet pearl and amethyst all of them have their own story And I love how Rebecca Sugar kind of focuses on everyone's background story of the show. And either it's a few minutes dedicated in an episode or a whole episode that talks about it or a two-part episode to talk about it. And we we, we see Fusion and Connie, which I love Steven and Connie together. Those two are my favorites. I love their relationship. And there's actually like a Steven Universe fan podcast that I was listening to and (laughs) hearing those two just kind of having a a regular conversation is all of Steven Steven and Connie were the only two people that I can picture, really. And I want to talk about Fusion and I'm going to talk about the songs that I always love to play and the meaning behind that and talk about... Um, The meaning of the show And how it means to me Share a few facts that I learned About the creation of the show And more So Fusion In the show is pretty self explanatory Is a collision of two gems And my favorite fusion Is sardonyx Which is the fusion of Garnet and Pearl Now that actually might be a lie I mean, I do love Sardonics. So I'm actually going to dress up as her for Halloween, but Garnet might be my favorite fusion because we did not know, everyone did not know that Garnet was a fusion till later in the show. And the two gems are Ruby and Sapphire, and they're always together. They don't ever want to be apart. So that's why we never, we, we never kind of put together that they were a fusion and Garnet was a fusion. We just thought Garnet was a Garnet. So, yeah, I'm going to dress up as Sardonic's for, for Halloween and I hope to see how that goes. And Fusion kind of goes in with one of the songs I'm going to be talking about called Here Comes a Thought. Now, Steven and Connie are truly soulmates to me. And how they met wasn't really, you know, like a, a meet cute. It was in Beach City. And eventually Steven brought out the best in Connie because we see how both of them actually bring out the best in each other. But Connie, in the beginning of the show, when she was first introduced to the show, she was very standoffish. She was a bit insecure, kind of not more of a pushover, but she didn't really say what was on her mind. But later Steven and the gems brought her out of her shell And we see that when Connie is taught by Pearl how to sword fight, and later Connie goes on missions with the gems and Steven alongside Steven. And I love those two. I can't stop talking about Steven and Connie, but Steven um, and Connie actually fuse in an episode. And that's where Stevani comes into the show. Now Stevani was never someone I assumed would happen because Connie is just a regular human and Steven is a half human but half gem. So I only thought gems could only fuse with gems. And I I'm pretty sure I wasn't the only person who thought that either. But fusion, like I said, is the collision of two gems, but the connection are two different souls coming together to compromise and to become one. So how they fused in the episode is when Steven decided to dance with Connie. And they start dancing and they just form into Savani. And both of them are just like, what's going on? We don't know what's what's happening. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? And Garnet, she is... She loves fusion because she is a fusion. She's always a fusion. And the song that I'm going to be talking about first is called "Here Comes a Thought." Now, the first lyrics of the song is called the, fir- the first lyrics of the song is "Take a moment to think of just flexibility, love and trust. Now how I interpret it, how, inter- <laughs> how I interpret it is take a moment to realize that you're in a fusion and to realize that you two made something that no one else can, because no one else can make this fusion. I mean, unless you're a Ruby, because rubies fuse together to make bigger rubies. But either way, flexibility, love, and trust, trusting together, trusting each other to make a gem fusion. And love has to also be there too, and flexibility. Well. Love doesn't really have to be there because some people can force into... I'm sorry, I'm kind of fangirling into this. <laughs> I'm kind of geeking uh, into the into the episode, but I'm just saying you get the point. So later the lyrics um, focus on uh, kind of an imbalance in the fusion, I think. That's how I interpret it. The lyric... Uh, the lyrics, uh, they go, here comes a thought that might alarm you, what someone said and how it harmed you. Something you did that failed to be charming, things that you said are suddenly swarming. And oh, you're losing sight, you're losing touch. All these little things seem to matter so much that they confuse you, that I might lose you. And the that first clump, I just want to get into that clump right there. I think uh, sometimes when the two beings kind of don't cooperate with each other or there's some sort of imbalance within the fusion. The fusion comes apart and the two come back as individuals again. And like I said, this is how I interpreted Rebecca might've had another (laughs) interpretation of this or an intention of this song, but that's how I got from it because we see there's a flashback that happened to Connie at school where she bumped into a boy and she, I don't think she had mentioned it to, to Steven at that time. And it's all, it's when you're in something, when you're in a fusion, you're all in. And if someone is focusing on something else or someone is somewhere else, there's going to be an imbalance and the fusion is not gonna benefit the both of them. Does that make sense? Um, (laughs) You can't respond. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, But later, the lyrics um, that we're going to go back into, it goes, take a moment, remind yourself to take a moment and find yourself. Take a moment to ask yourself if this is how we fall apart. Now, that's how I got the imbalance and not coming together as one, as one fusion. And I would, I, I, I play this song all the time because both um, Estelle, who plays the role, who voices the role as Garnet, And, um, AJ Mikalka, I really hope I said it right. I hope I said the last name right. They harmonize so beautifully together and it's one of my favorites. Now the other song, the other three songs (laughs) I'm going to talk about today are very important. So the next song is actually from the Steven Universe movie. Now, Steven Universe has had the weight of the galaxy on his shoulders because he inherited everything that Pink Diamond left behind or Rose Quartz has left behind. Because Pink Diamond had been stationed to go to Earth, to colonize it. And when Pink Diamond came down to Earth, she was like, this is a beautiful place. This place has so much potential. I don't ever want to leave this place and I'm gonna protect it. So she went against the diamonds and because they're all they're all pretty much like a family. There's yellow diamond, white diamond, and blue diamond and pink diamond. And they all have their different colonies. But Pink Diamond had earth. So she fought against the pink diamonds as her rose quartz form she actually faked her death as Pink Diamond and instead figured out to fight against him as Rose Quartz. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen the show already, (laughs) you had about a couple of years to watch it, but it's fine. It's fine. You can still watch it. It's still fun. It's it's still a really good show. And we learn in the show that Stephen finds out that his mom isn't who he thinks she is. Because he didn't know that she was a she was pink diamond either, and actually, I had a feeling, I had a theory that she was, but I was like, nah. I I, I either thought it was it was lion or which is his his pet lion. His, his name is Lion. He's really cute, and I thought Rose Quartz was pink diamond, and most of us were correct. But the thing is, I was still surprised by it because I was like. <gasps> I was right. She is Pink Diamond. Um, but when Steven created peace around the galaxy and decided to um, come together with the other diamonds, he um, Pink Diamond had things that she left behind and Steven never knew about. And that's when we get into Drift Away by um who sings who is sung by Spinell. now the movie is the aftermath that we finally got peace and he decided to send out a message to the galaxy to everyone saying that it's okay we're good and one person did not take it as steven would thought they would and that was Spinell, who is voiced by sarah styles now i love uh when she performs other friends but I also love even more drift away. Now Drift Away um is kind of a tearjerker for me because Spinel was positioned to be Pink Diamond's playmate in Homeworld and she pink I felt like Pink Diamond did not want to leave behind the reminder of who she was or who she used to be or what she was a part of. So she decided to leave Spinell behind. And Drift Away is the whole story about that. Drift Away is Spinell's perspective on how long she was. This song explains where she was the entire time. Because this was the first time we all saw Spinell. We were like, well, where were you? So we got this song in maybe like the half mark of the movie. And the first couple of lyrics is... Here in the garden, because Pink Diamond and Spinel had this, um, this private garden where they used to play. And the first lyrics go, here in the garden, let's play a game. I'll show you how it's done. She's quoting Pink Diamond. And next is, here in the garden, stand very still. And then Spinel's like, this will be so much fun. And then, as soon as that clicked, I was like, oh no, I already know where this is going. And when Spinell sings next, I'm like, oh my gosh, why would this, why would she do this to Spinell? Considering what Spinell had done in the, in the movie, we start to feel for the villain, because that's where the route always goes in movies sometimes, where you feel for the villain or the villain really isn't the villain, the hero who we thinks is turns out to be the villain. That's what's been happening for the most part. I'm not going to say Rose Quartz was a villain, but she could have definitely approached some things better, you know? So her job for Pink Diamond was to make her laugh and to keep her company and keep her peace because she never, she didn't really have any other friends. She just had the diamonds and her, her work and Spinell. And I think Spinell felt like she couldn't be there for Pink Diamond. And I felt like she couldn't fulfill that role for her. And I feel like that's why Spinell felt so betrayed by that or felt so so felt so hurt by it. And when <laughs> um, the lyrics after that is, and then she smiles, that's what I'm after. The smile in her eyes, the sound of her laughter. I was like, "Oh no, she doesn't feel appreciated." And later, Pink Diamond leaves, and for thousands of years, Spinel is just left at this garden, with no one to talk to, and Spinel is just waiting and waiting for her to come back. And she finds out her what happened to Pink Diamond through the message that Stephen sent out she had no idea who Stephen was she only knew of Pearl she didn't know Garnet she didn't know Amethyst she didn't know anybody and how the um the lyrics there goes she says finally something finally news about how the story ends she doesn't she doesn't exist now survived by her son and all of her brand new friends and I was like for the whole friends thing I was like oh no and I started crying and because she had been s- she stood still in one spot for so long that moss and and the greenery started growing around her feet and she stood there and as soon as she saw that message she grew she pulled out of the roots and she pulled out of the grass and started running to the message and I was like oh my gosh Rebecca why would you do this to me so then Um, as she was running, the lyrics are like, isn't that lovely? Isn't that cool? And isn't that cruel? And aren't I a fool to have been happy to listen, happy to stay, um, happily watching her drift away. And I was like, this is it. This is it. And near the ending of the song, she goes back into her, to her true form and how we, how we met her because all of the gems actually got a reboot scene about who they were. And Steven had to pull the weight and tell them who they were. It was kind of like a, like a, in a, in a, you know, in a show when one of the main characters loses their memory and near the end of the, near the end of the episode, they gave their memory back. It was like one of those things. So, um, that, that song will always hit me right in the heartstrings, or it always tugs my heartstrings. I think that's the term. And that's the movie. Now, the movie is really great. Um, The music's fun. The ending, the the last episode of Steven Universe Future also made me cry. Actually, the last few episodes of Steven Universe actually made me cry. But I want to go back to Steven and Connie because, like I said, I love them a lot. And the next song is called, I, I'd Rather Be Me With You. And this song talks about how much Connie means to Steven. And for so long, these two kids um, grew up together and they created a bond like no other. And they fought by each other's side and have witnessed so much. And we finally get to see what Steven really sees and what Steven sees in Connie. And the lyrics are just so cute and the lyrics go, I'd rather be tall. I'd rather be smart. I'd rather be sure you know I care. Wherever you go, whatever you start, I'd rather be sure you know I'm there. I'd rather I always be a part of whatever you do. I'd rather be me with you. It's so cute and the two have been through so much together and you can see in the animation that they've physically grown and Steven's voice changes a bit because he's growing up and it's, it's one of those, um, really heartfelt episodes that I felt like the animators felt was really important in the show because when you're young and you have a friend and they're so close to you, the feelings are always in the air but they're never said out loud and it's like you know how you feel about somebody on the inside but it takes another thing to actually say what's on your mind and say what how much you mean to me and it's such a beautiful song and this is because Connie was actually she's actually going to college and Stephen decided not to go to college because He wanted to figure some stuff out himself. And we'll get into that later. And Steven didn't ever want to be away from Connie, ever. And this is where the song came in. And he was like, we could be Stevani forever. We could be together all the time. It doesn't have to be this hard to be away from you. We, We could just be together for a long time. She respectfully declines, but she's like, not right now. But she's still, they still, there's still an agreement that they will be together soon. But Connie wants to figure herself out. and She wants to grow on her own from what she's learned from the gems. And Steven has his own mistakes that he wants to make and wants to learn on, by himself. And that is when, uh, the episode, I think it's I'm a monster. And that show, that, that, that episode definitely made me cry countless times but we're not getting into that yet not yet you have to finish the other songs I think okay I talked about um I talked about I'd rather be with you drift away and here comes a thought okay so one more and this is like I love it so much so the song is love like you and Rebecca sugar is the creator of steven universe if you haven't figured that out already she's also been part of many projects and has actually been a writer and storyboard artist for the infamous show adventure time so she's had work in the cartoon network universe and i think steven universe was like the first show in cartoon network that was completely led by women the the show <laughs> the only show that had less than five main care five main male characters. You know what I mean? Cause there's Steven, there's Greg, there's Lars and Mayor Dewey's son, but we don't see Mary Dewey's son till, till later. So <laughs> either way, the main character is, is, is a male, is, is, is a male, but every, everyone else is, is a, is a woman. So, now I want to get into the f- the facts that I that I that I learned. Now Steven Universe is actually named by Rebecca Sugar's brother, Stephen Sugar, and Stephen Sugar actually worked with Rebecca in the show. And she wrote Love Like You and the song plays after every every ever, after every episode of um, uh, like the credits, you know, and I wanted to know the meaning of it because at first it made sense. And I, I think it has a double meaning or cause you know, uh, the good thing about literary analysis is that if you find the evidence it and it makes sense, some people make the plot of their shows pretty ambiguous or a specific scene or a specific part of the, part of the episode or a symbol pretty ambiguous so it's it's open for discussion and some of the the writers actually come out and be like you know any interpretation that our viewers find is valid so this is I don't know more about it this this is just my second interpretation and I read about what she thought about it so when she wrote this it was more so the from From the gems perspective, but I think it was later, but in the beginning she realized that the song was kind of about her and how the lyrics go um in the middle the main like near the the hook or the chorus is I always thought I might be bad now I'm sure that it's true, and I think you're so good and I'm nothing like you. Look at you, go, I just adore you. Um, I wish that I knew what makes you think I'm so special. And around that time, I read this article, and Rebecca was saying that they felt insecure by all the unconditional love that she was feeling and that they didn't know how to interpretate it. It kind of reciprocate that same love back. And also... It was kind of from the gems' perspective, too, because gems, aliens aren't really capable of having so much love as Steven did. And this was this song was the perspective of watching Steven. And it was just the the lyrics were like, I wish that I knew what makes you think I'm so special and what makes you think I'm capable, capable of all of this. I just adore you. So that was... That, that song's always the best for me. And um, I kind of, sometimes we question the unconditional love that people have for us sometimes. And the song's very relatable. Um, also, I learned about a little bit of the inspiration just for little things and little things in the show and how Steven actually got the star on his shirt. Now, Rebecca said that Steven at first only had a pink shirt. And they found the inspiration for the star from Mike Mignola, which is the creator of Hellboy, and eventually helped Rebecca find the inspiration and the meaning behind the star on Steven's shirt. In one of the Steven Universe podcast episodes, Rebecca Sugar explains that they wanted to have goddess-related imagery in the show. And then she soon found the inspiration from Mike. And he knew a lot about Greek mythology. And soon, when she was pitching the show to him, he soon mentioned the Mesopotamian goddess, Ishtar, who is the goddess of love and war and passion. And... Rebecca explains that Ishtar has a chariot that's pulled by seven lions and Stephen has a lion companion. And they explained that they actually had a a cat that's named Lion. So that's where the inspiration also came from as well. But when the star came to be, she also said that Ishtar had a star crown. And initially the star symbolized two things. It symbolized space because, you know, stars in space and positivity, just little, pos- it, it just radiated positivity, just like how we get star stickers for doing really good at school. It's like almost like a good job kind of reminder, you know? And she related Ishtar to Steven because Ishtar can also tame beasts and which was also very important to Steven because of how passionate he is and how much he sees the good in people and how much that resonated with me because that taught me how to see the good in people and one of the really strong traits of Steven is that he is very optimistic in people and hoping to see people grow for the better And every time the gems kind of feel like Steven shouldn't put his guard down, they're always, they're always surprised by him because the gems that he's been in a conflict with always turn themselves around and leaving a lasting effect from Steven and try to make them into the better gem. And it's another reason why I like the show so much. (laughs) Um, but near we're gonna get near the near to the end and talk about the I'm a monster scene and throughout the entire show Stephen has witnessed so many things he's witnessed his friends getting shattered he's had to rekindle old friendships and form people's identities over again and he's had to fight monsters he's seen so many things that he wished he had seen when he was so younger and that trauma soon got to him and he never got to express how he felt about it and that soon devoured him in the long run because literally a long run for like n- numerous amounts of years so he soon is turning into this pink monster because He tries to go back to the diamonds to figure out if he can help because he still is seen as pink diamond and he wanted closure, but he didn't want to tell anyone because he's been helping everyone out so much. He just felt that, you know, I don't need anyone to check on me. I just need to check on everyone and make sure everyone's fine and fix everyone. It's fine. It'll blow over like it always does. But in this case, it didn't. So... His monster form got the best of him, and he initially couldn't really hear anyone, and it just overcame him until everyone realized what was going on, and it was just a big hug session. First, it was Garnet, and it was just the reassurance that Steven needed, and Garnet was just like, I'm here. You were there when I was at my lowest, and... I just wanted you to know that I'm here. And then everyone else kind of started falling in and Pearl was just like, You don't have to hide these things from me and I started bawling my eyes out and, and Greg was just like, Stuball. He calls Steven Stewball and I think it's the cutest thing ever. And he's just like, Whatever you need, you you hear me? And soon and Connie came in and he she kissed the monster and he initially came back into himself and he finally just let everything go and started crying and that's how the episode ended and I was crying near the end of that too (laughs) I was like man um then initially near the end this that well actually I want to talk about it a little more the scene just made me realize that you need a really good group don't doesn't matter how big it is as a support system and it kept reminding me when I was younger that it's okay to not be okay and as long as you have an outlet to let that anger out that frustration that sadness out it's okay and it's easy and I'm not gonna say it's easy it's eventually you'll overcome it and later Stephen decides to leave Beach City so that like I said he can move on and make mistakes on his own and meet people that he hasn't seen and grow and eventually come back with Connie hopefully they get like a revival series or like a like a like a couple episodes because I would love to have that um but it was sad because he was saying his goodbyes to everyone and there was a part where he was saying goodbye to Bismuth and he gave them gifts (laughs) he gave Bismuth the crystal gem flag and the steven universe theme song was playing in the background and i was like oh my gosh here come the waterworks and they were all crying and the funny thing about it is that (laughs) steven universe gave lapis a watercolor paint set and she is like a water gem her main source for her power is is water and (laughs) she was like i'm gonna use my tears to paint you a watercolor picture or something like that and it was just so sweet and it was all so beautiful and that show will will forever have a lasting effect on me and I will continue to recommend it for as long as I live really and I hope I persuaded you to at least watch it or watch an episode you know listen to a couple songs because you know they're very they're very catchy and I think that's about it. That's all I wanted to say and go on this almost 40 minute tangent about how much I love Steven Universe. And I'm probably going to post more Steven Universe clips until the day I die. So this is just, um, one of my favorites. And as much as Steven Universe protects my peace, I hope that you continue to protect yours. I'll see you guys next week.